We're about to kick off this episode that we've literally tried to record five times, Bevan. Five. Yes. It's a little bit of a joke. <laughs> we have tried so hard. We've hated ourselves. Hated it. it every is single time. On fitness. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, this is the most difficult thing for us to talk about because I think we both know deep down it's not just about fitness. And fitness is so emotional. I think you and I both have so much wrapped up in the word fitness that isn't just what do you do to exercise. We've learned a lot of things about ourselves along the way too. And I think those are some of the things that we're trying to stick to rather than preach what you guys all really want to know, what we do, (laughs) what classes work for us, and all the annoying shit that you hear. We'll talk about it too. We -hmm. will. We'll get there. I think you and I both have really had to search for balance when it comes to fitness. I, like you, also did have a period of time where I think I became a little unhealthily, unhealthily, is that a word? Unhealthily, sure. Yeah. Um, I was a little unhealthy and obsessed with working out and this idea of what my body should look like and comparing myself to others and it just got really toxic for me so trying to think of fitness now I think about what do I do to feel good right what do you like to do right what do you like to do that helps yourself and we just don't want to come off like those two blonde girls that do really work hard like we work our asses off we work really hard we do but it's also a combination of why we like to do it and why we feel better about doing it. As a fitness instructor, do you find like that you place more pressure on yourself? Like that you have to be sort of a, a role model or have an ideal body or just even projecting that to your to the people who attend your class? You know, it's interesting. I say it, it comes in waves. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I do and sometimes I don't. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I do look at other instructors and I think, You know, what do people that come and take class from me think about what I look like? Do I look strong enough? Am I strong enough? Do I need to, you know, step up my game? And um, what I've really come to understand and what I really hold on to now is I'm really just trying to walk the walk. I'm trying to practice what I preach, which is don't be so hard on yourself. It's not about perfection. It's consistency over perfection. Mm -hmm. It's about movement and breath. And what feels good to your body and taking care of your heart and also enjoying things in your life that you want to enjoy and it not being an all or nothing situation that you can work out one day and then you can eat cake later. Yeah. It's, it's okay to do both. And we don't have to be this, you know, Instagram fitness model in order to be a fitness instructor. I always right. talk about I'm, I'm way more soul than I am cycle. Mm-hmm. I'm in the mental game of exercise more so than I am in the game of shifting your body. Yes, it does happen, Mm -hmm. but I feel like when you get your mind right, the other stuff falls into place. 100%. And I'm totally on that same same wavelength as you in that when you are so obsessed with it sometimes, it becomes a part of your overall psyche. I, I don't like myself when I'm as obsessed with it. How did you pull yourself out of that? I think I just got to the point where I knew I needed to include the workouts just as a part of my daily life. I knew it made me feel better. But when I'm running around the city, I know that I'm burning calories. I know that I'm moving my body. And I think I got out of that obsession where I needed to be in a workout class to feel good, to burn those calories. And that was the only way I was going to lose weight. 
there are so many different ways to go about doing it. And then I also, as I got older, learned a little bit more about balance too. I think it's, if I'm going to be out and at McDonald's on a Saturday night. Most Saturday nights. Okay, <laughs> yes. I've gotten cut and back. But if I will be at McDonald's this Saturday night, I had a pizza to myself <laughs> and woke up with it on my lap. <laughs> But if I'm going to be doing that the next day, I know that it's about balance and I need to maybe do a workout and try to eat a little bit more healthily. So I wasn't just burning it on both ends. And I think that's where I started to learn and tell myself, okay, it's going to be all right. But there are still those times when I say to myself, God damn it, Brittany, you should have gotten your ass up because the rest of the day is fucking packed. There's going to be no other time. And I think you've also really helped me with that too because – Sometimes I do not like working out. I fucking hate it. I'm like, I don't want to do it. Even though I like myself better at the end, I just don't want to get there. And to even get myself to go downstairs, we have a small gym downstairs that one of the, the people in our building, they tried to take up some of the bikes, some of the kids in our building. It's, it's really annoying. annoying. Yeah. Uh, we have videos. Uh, but basically, <laughs> even to get myself downstairs sometimes is hard for me. I found that when I know I'm going somewhere with you or with some of my girlfriends, I will get my ass up, I will put on my clothes and go to the class or it's to like the gym. An extra level of accountability. Yeah. You don't want to let somebody down. I knew even when we schedule stuff, mm-hmm. I feel like if I want to cancel or I might have something I think I should be doing instead of that, I won't do it because I don't want to let you down and I don't want to waste your time. Right. Right. And no, I'll be like, Bevin, what the hell? No. <laughs> No, get get up. No, but I I think that that comes into play with a lot of those blockers that really prevents people from getting there. There's tons of excuses. I mean, there's every excuse in the book. Believe me, I've made them. But by talking to you guys and reading your emails, we really started to look at what it is that is blocking a lot of you from not only just moving your body, but maybe achieving some of the goals that you're looking to achieve Mm -hmm. and And, getting there. Right. And one of them is scheduling that in. And Brittany, you have one of the most insane schedules of anyone I've ever known. How do you plan ahead for the week to make sure that you can have this time for yourself and your mind is right? First of all, I don't because there are some ridiculous CEOs out there that run multi, multi multi-million dollar companies that make it a part of their routine to get up and work out. Hoda Copy is on the treadmill at 4.30 a.m. every day. Or in SoulCycle. Yeah, or, okay, or in SoulCycle taking your class. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do remember that. That was pretty cool. She's the shit. Uh, I look at my schedule each week, and I kind of lay it out. What days are going to be harder? What days I know that I'm not going to be able to fit it in? And I try to set up those classes. I belong to ClassPass because I like to switch it up a little bit. I like to go to a bar class. I like to do more of like a, I guess a hit class is what what you call it. And I like to do Soul Cycle. So I try to look and say, when can I fit into those classes when it works with my schedule? And if I know like I'm going to be traveling or if I'm going to be in an airport, sometimes I try to bring like I'll download them the classes on my computer oh, cool. so that I can do it in the hotel room yeah and just say okay for 30 minutes I'm just gonna do this and that's gonna be it or I try to look for like hotels that have gyms in them so I know I'm gonna get up I'm gonna learn my lines for whatever segment I'm doing that day and just be on the treadmill and moving it's just all about projecting that week ahead for me sort of like meal prep I know a lot of people do yeah I don't do that what I love that you just said was you said 30 minutes you aren't saying I have to work out for an hour and a half and it has to be the most intense, craziest thing I've ever done or I'm mm-hmm. not going to see any change. Mm-hmm. It's a short, small, tangible goal right. 
that's realistic with your schedule. Right. And sometimes I will go for longer and those classes are longer. Your class is 45 minutes. Yeah. But at least I know that I'm trying to put that, that time period into my schedule to say, okay, like tonight I just reserved a class at six o'clock. I know that I'm doing it and I have to kind of plan around it. Mm Mm-hmm. That's good for me. That's awesome. Your run was your example of like you knowing yourself, you knowing your body and knowing that you had to just fit it in today because come, you know, nine o'clock, 10 o'clock, you're not going to hear from Bevan at all. Nope. Not a word. (laughs) So I think that that's one of the main things scheduling. And then I know a lot of people have come to us and have written in talking about being so scared and so intimidated and what what that really is like can you as an instructor can you explain this intimidation factor or what you think this is yeah i mean i see it a lot a lot of people come to me and they tell me that they um don't want to take my class because they aren't in shape they aren't ready they don't know what they're doing um they're afraid they're going to look silly right and they're I scared underst- of soul there's yeah and i understand it's it's a class that you do um get more comfortable the more you do it. Oh my God, 100%. Sorry to interject, but the first time I even came into Bevan's class, I didn't even know what clipping in meant. She was like, just clip in the bike. I'm like, what, the, what are you talking about? This is not like a rocket ship. She's like, slide your... I was nervous to even slide my shoes in because I was afraid the class was going to start and I was just going to fly off. <laughs> Did <laughs> you? Was. No, I didn't. See? I didn't, but still, it's still... It, for like at least five to six classes in, just to even get my shoes into the bike. It's it's. Sorry, I interrupted you, but it was I, scary. <laughs> it was. The thing is, though, is that it doesn't matter what you choose to do. Anytime you walk in and do something different, you're going to feel uncomfortable and a little confused and slightly intimidated. And you know what? To me, that is a great reminder that we're stretching ourselves. 100%. If you don't feel that often, I think you need to try something new. Mm-hmm. I just tell people, just show up. There's no way to prepare for it. You're going to be led once you get into the room and let go of this ridiculous idea of perfection and just try to sweat for a little while and and listen to some good music and have fun and get your body moving. What I like about your class too is you always do ask everyone in the beginning, is this is anyone is this your first time? Is this your first time to my class? Even though at some of your more regular hour classes, Bevan has like diehards that I come in like, whoa, you know, they're just, they look at her and they just follow command and they're really intense, but they're really cool. I mean, they're really the fun. Best but, the best. but it's great when you build that base. It's really cool to see it from afar and to watch her teach. But then you, it's like you got the people that have no idea what's going on. And I look at them and I'm like, this, this person's great. Like, I don't care what they're doing. Maybe they're not in rhythm, but they showed up, they're here, and they're going after that class. I just want people to remember that you are not the only one. Mm-hmm. If you are feeling that way, I guarantee you there are at least 15 other people in the room that are feeling the exact same way. Totally. And congratulations for stepping outside of your comfort zone and being willing to try something new. You and I have definitely stepped out of our comfort zone. Yes, we, we have. have. We went to a class that Bevan signed us up for that she told me was the beginner version of the class, okay? This happened to be a very active dance class that was a follow-along. I'm sure some of you guys have been in those particular classes. Very loud music. It was a nightmare. A nightmare. Bevan and I, (laughs) we were flying into each other, dying laughing. I got a cramp midway through and was... (laughs) 
like tomato. Brittany had to pull herself off the floor mm-hmm. to handle her cramp, and her face was literally the color of a tomato. Yeah. And I consider myself in good shape, but I was just dying. And I looked at us that day, and I just was, even through all the laughter, and the at the end of the class, the women there that definitely went every Friday at 1 o'clock, whatever mm-hmm. we were able to squeeze into, they looked at us and they were like, you know, we weren't sure if you guys were going to make it. They were impressed. Yeah, we were. We really thought you guys, after the first song, were out of there. After we said that this was the advanced class, <laughs> that you guys were going to, you were looking at each other like unsure of what to do. But you said you did it. Let me be clear. We never got the dance routine, right? Oh, no. No, no, no. We just stayed in the room and people were impressed by that. But there is something to remember. Nobody is paying as much attention to you. As you think as they you are. Think you are. Nobody cares. Everybody's worried about themselves. So get yourself Correct. in there. I just know. go in there and, and just do it. Just have fun. And that's it brings back to that point again, too, that thank God at that we were together and we had that experience because I do think that having a buddy or just doing the buddy system really, really worked. Mm-hmm. What other things do you like to do beyond Soul Cycle to work out? So I really like to differ it up. I can't do the same thing because I get bored. I actually find that I get work done on the machine sometimes. So insane to me. I do. I get emails done. People will find that insane. I just do like to go through the day and sometimes that sets me up for a better day. Yeah. So I will do a mix of the elliptical. I love SoulCycle as you mentioned. And then I also like a mix of bar too. I find it really helps me just kind of trigger those different body parts. And I don't really like to bulk up because I have this potential to bulk. Yep. What do you call it? PTV. PTV. PTV from gymnastics <laughs> and growing up as a gymnast. Those muscles stay. They do. I was very insecure about them growing up, but now I love them. So yeah. very proud of them. But they do. So I try not to do such like heavy lifting type classes. And then also I really need yoga in my life. I haven't been doing it as much lately, and I've definitely noticed a difference. One of my best friends teaches at Sky Ting, a a studio here in New York, and East Yoga, and I just really found that it just is game-changing for me. I'm trying to get into it more. I've noticed that, I really am, because I know that it's exactly what my body's asking for, Mm -hmm. and it really is great for me mentally. It's great. And it's not exactly, like, I don't sweat a ton. Sometimes I do more of, like, a hot flow type class. I always take a hot one. I need to sweat. Yeah. So you do need to sweat. So that's where it's like you can have that combination. But sometimes I just do the regular and it still feels really nice to just get everything out. So that's that's me. What about you? I love the class by Taryn Toomey, which is um, a really incredible new um, class in the city where Taryn combines repetition of movements, Mm -hmm. vocalization of breath, and um, you do them in a series over and over and over again and it kind of creates almost a sense of like frustration and then you vocalize all this and it kind of works through a lot of mental blocks for me so good it's really difficult to explain I don't think I did it as much justice as I should but I really enjoy that I really enjoy uh Tracy Anderson mm-hmm. I love it yeah I can't get enough it's just fun to, I just like to dance and you know dance around and play yeah I want it to feel like play to me it can't feel like work I really like rumble. Yes. Rumble's super fun. It's a boxing class here in the city and half of it is on the floor doing weights and the other half is with a bag. So yeah, no, these are all, I love all these classes. I kind of forgot all no, these and By the way, all these classes are to really incredible music, which I think is a game changer. 
Evan's a DJ on the side, guys. Like she has a DJ name, so we might, as t- time rolls on, you may. I've been see trying to make this, this DJ name catch for years, yeah. and it's just not working. DJ Gator, <laughs> DJ Gator. It's come. It's coming out. You guys might see something in the next couple of you know months. One day we'll make it work. One day. But I agree with you. It's about the music. It's about really getting into it. And but again, it's like. We just try like to try the new things and we like to, to keep active. Yeah, you got to do a bunch of different things to keep your body guessing and to keep changing. And why do you do it in the first place? Why do I exercise? Mm-hmm. I mean, I love to move. It is my form of expression. Mm-hmm. It is where I feel most like myself. It calms my nerves. I have anxiety and I'm a little bit hyperactive and... That is a place for me to go and really shed some thoughts and get grounded and decompress. And um, it's also something, you know, I like to do with my friends. My husband and I love to work out together. You and I love to work out together. My sister and I love to just actually walk for hours and just chat. Mm -hmm. That's where my brain feels the most settled is when I'm moving. Moving moving along. Yeah. No, I think it's like it's very interesting because now we're just circling back to why we get involved to it. Yeah. In the first place. Why do you do it? I do it because it's a decompressor for me. And I also, I like my body in a certain way. I'm a type of person that I like to... There's nothing wrong with that. And people that say they don't care or have issues... I call bullshit. 100% bullshit. I know my clothes. I don't own a scale. I will tell you that. I go by how my clothes fit me, when I can wear certain clothes. I know sometimes when I'm not going to wear certain clothes because, I don't know, it's like the time of the month and you just feel like a piece of shit and you're just like... You don't really want a crop top on right? that day. No, no, I've you don't. I've never worn a crop top. Bevan doesn't like the crop tops. I will wear the crop tops. It's fine. You've earned a crop top. It's okay. But I think, again, it's that we're out there, we're moving, and it feels... Those endorphins make me feel better. They make me feel better and go about my day. And that's why I think we wanted to approach this particular episode, get to know what makes you guys tick and why you do it. What's the real reason behind doing it? That's the thing that is always going to keep you motivated. If you understand the why behind your choices, you can always latch on to that thought again and it'll give you every bit of energy you need to get up and get moving. Mm-hmm. And we love those stories. We love to see the successes. We like to understand the failures too, because I think that really helps you grow as an instructor. 100%. Yeah. And I just like to to make sure that we're always working with women to try to help uplift each other and try to grow together. So if you see us at a class too, know that we're in the same boat. High five me. Yes. Let me know I'm doing okay. Yeah. I'll do the same for you. I love that. I think it's so important too that when we talk about fitness, we're really gentle and kind with ourselves about it. We tend to be so negative about our own bodies and we're looking at Instagram 24 hours a day and everything is airbrushed and we're seeing, you know, women with three children and somehow they have six pack abs and yet they still have time to have a full time job and make cookies that look like the cookie monster for their kid. (laughs) I don't understand how everyone has time. And so we're living in this space where we feel like we are never enough. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to challenge all of you guys to spend one eighth of the amount of time you spend picking yourself apart, building yourself up, looking at what you're proud of, the choices you've made, and then I want to see what grows. Every time, what do you end your classes with? What are the words that you end your classes with? Talk kindly to yourself. Exactly. What you focus on is going to breed. That is what is going to become your reality. And I think we could all really together try to support each other 
and um, being really kind to ourselves and saying really, really nice, nice things, things to each other. Yeah, exactly. We compliment each other every day. A little too much. People yeah, we are do. getting concerned. Sorry, I know. And the love is there, but we're it's not. Real. Don't don't be concerned. We're just beginning to skim the surface of this topic. We really want to get into the meat of it, the stuff behind it. Um, maybe some of the insecurities that you've been dealing with, some of the issues you have wrapped around your body image and fitness and this whole Instagram epidemic. So please write us, share with us all of your stories. Let us know what's on your brain. We want to talk about this because we've dealt with a lot. And I think we can really create some change if we have some honest conversation about it. Please make sure to follow us at Be My Neighbor Podcast. We have some very, very exciting guests on the horizon. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're actually pulling in guests next week. Major. And in the words of Bevan Prince, talk kindly to yourselves.